We're done. Okay. Thanks everyone for coming out. We are going to move on to our monitoring items and uh, because of our um, schedule change, we did the first monitoring item earlier. That was the superintendent's action plan update. So we will go to our science update. Dr. Murphy. Yes, and while Dr. Natras and uh, Dr. Dat Lee make their way to the podium, I just want to make a special thank you. Uh, while this evening is the science update, I want to recognize uh, Dr. Lee and his efforts for the recent regional science fair uh, that uh, was uh, postponed due to some inclement weather. But as you'll hear a little bit tonight about the success that he was able to bring as a result of the postponement and also the number of students that we recognize. So while many of us were sort of at home while that windstorm was going on, uh, Dot was uh, running around trying to get organized and trying to get up. Unfortunately, we were not able to restore the power to Wakefield High School on, over the weekend and then on Sunday for the culminating event. But we truly appreciate your efforts and I know the students appreciate it as well. And Dr. Murphy stole my intro, so um, <laughs> I was going to do the same public thanks for Dot as well as his team um, for both the science fair prep over those couple of weeks as well as and you'll hear about um, the outdoor lab some this evening. There was also some damage at the outdoor lab. They got that up and running again with the help of our facilities team to get our schools back up and running um, as quickly as we could. So while for some people it was a three-day weekend, for our science team it was a really long weekend um, as they were trying to get all of those things in place. And also to thank Dr. Lee for all of his work and science leadership. You'll hear this evening about the science program. We'll look at some of the data and we'll talk about some of the recommendations and the work that's taking place moving forward. So I will turn things over to him. Thank you. Um, good evening, Dr. Cannonen. Um, members of the school board, Dr. Murphy, and members of the executive leadership team. Um, thank you for having uh, me tonight to share with you our science program update. Um, before I start, though, I would like to um, give you an update on our Northern Virginia Regional Science Fair, um, which was slated to happen early last month. Um, but as Dr. Murphy had mentioned, we had to uh, cancel the event. This was the first time in 62 years that we had to do the cancellation. Um, Arlington Public Schools have been sponsoring the Northern Virginia Regional Science Fair uh, with Alexandra, City of Alexandra, City of Falls Church, and a lot of the uh, private and parochial schools. And um, we had to uh, cancel the, the fair. But fortunately, schools were still able to nominate their best projects to go to the Virginia State Regional Science Fair. And we also had a smaller version of competition for these uh, nominees. Um, and I'd like, I'm very excited to share with you that our grand prize winners are, is, uh, are James uh, Licato and Skylar Berdowski, both at Washington and Lee. Um, and when, then I'd also like to uh, share with you a, a very nice event that we're planning our open house on Monday, April 16th at Washington and Lee from 6 to 8. It's an opportunity for our students to showcase their projects and for parents, friends, and community members to uh, enjoy uh, these wonderful projects and appreciate our 
uh, students' hard work and talents. Um, also, just a reminder that the Virginia State Science Fair uh, this year will be in Roanoke, Virginia in April, and the International Science Fair, ICEF, will be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in May. So now um, for our science program update report, um, our science program's vision is to prepare students with the scientific knowledge and skills to become part of a productive global workforce of problem solvers and innovators. So it's important that we have our students become critical consumers of science, helping them to make informed decisions throughout their lives. There are four key areas of focus in our science program. The first one is safety. Um, that's paramount to all, for all of our students and staff, and it goes beyond the classroom and the uh, lab activities, but also includes field trips and other programs such as the outdoor lab and the planetarium. Our second area of focus is to build scientific concepts and skills. Um, in addition to the core content, biology, chemistry, earth science, and physics, developing scientific processing skills is extremely important and is key to our students' success. Whether they're attending college or pursuing a career in STEM or in a technical field, our students really have to acquire those scientific and critical thinking skills. Our third area of focus uh, is project-based learning. Um, project-based learning allows us to move away from those traditional cookbook labs um, and allow our students to design their experiments with a lot of latitude in terms of identifying their experimental design and determining their own variables. Uh, this is really a big shift and a focus on student-centered learning. And our fourth and final area of focus is to, for problem solving and real world applications and the value of making connections and making sci science relevant to their lives. And we've had uh, wonderful programs in place to make that happen. Uh, one of uh, our programs that we're extremely proud of is the scientists in the classroom at the elementary level where we have scientists assigned to almost every single elementary school. And this is a year-round commitment where scientists would come in on a weekly basis and work with our students, uh, share their expertise, and help our students understand why science is important and why it's so relevant into, with their lives. We also focus a lot on independent research projects starting at the elementary level, but really drill in at the secondary level. The science program also includes the outdoor lab and the planetarium. Uh, the outdoor lab continues to be extremely popular uh, with our students and parents and teachers. Um, it's a highlight for many. Uh, we hear it time and time again um, how exciting and how enriching the program is for our students. More than 6,000 students participated in the outdoor lab program last year. Uh, this includes about roughly 2,000 students, fifth graders, who participated in the overnight uh, uh, program. For our planetarium, we also have programs in place at the K-12 level. Uh, all of our programs, uh, planetarium programs, are aligned with the standards of learning. Um, and we've really expanded the planetarium program. Uh, it's not like when we were little where it's 
focus only on earth and space science. Now we've had programs that really expand into life science, physical science, so that it aligns at each of the grade levels for, for our students. All of our programs at the planetarium are extremely popular and we've also hit full capacity uh, over there as well. Um, our next slide uh, addresses our APS science SOL pass rates. Uh, when compared, this is a three-year comparison. Uh, when we compare over the last three years, our pass rate continues to be steady. Um, and then the next slide uh, addresses the end of course trends. And this is a comparison between Virginia and Arlington Public Schools. Uh, the overall pass rate for the state last year slightly dipped whereas Arlington's pass rate showed an increase. In terms of um, supporting and encouraging our students to take advanced science classes, uh, courses, uh, particularly our AP and IB courses, last year we saw a significant uh, increase in enrollment, about a 14%. Uh, so more of our students are um, taking more challenging courses uh, we, our, enrollment, our enrollment went up from 840 to 959 last year. We're also expanding our science course offerings for our students. Um, for during the summer, we're offering earth science and chemistry for new work for students who want that opportunity to uh, take in a course that perhaps didn't fit in their uh, schedule during the school year. We're also offering a blended course in earth science, which provides our students with more flexibility and more personalized support uh, from their teachers. Uh, we're very excited about those offerings. Um, this year, upcoming fall, we're providing or offering a foundations of environmental science course. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in the later slides, but this is also huge in terms of supporting our, our students. This year, we, we also have additional dual enrollment courses. Um, we've added human anatomy and oceanography uh, at Wakefield and are also expanding oceanography this coming fall at WNL. Uh, our increase enrollment for these two courses went from 26 to 101. And we also plan to move forward with additional dual enrollment courses for the upcoming year. So our recommendations and next steps, uh, keep in mind that these recommendations align with our uh, program evaluation and also are, is basically best practices. So our first uh, recommendation is to revise and implement our science laboratory safety protocols and practices. Uh, this year we have revised our APS chemical hygiene plan and safety guide. Uh, all of our secondary science teachers went through a seven-hour online course on lab and chemical safety, uh, which focused on best practices, handling and storaging of chemicals, um, and updates on policies and procedures. And the importance of this is that it keeps safety practice um, in the forefront of their instruction. We've also continued to conduct science laboratory inspections at all of our secondary classrooms, uh, science classrooms, which also includes chemical inventories and uh, a very robust disposal plan uh, with the support of our APS safety coordinator. Um, 
One special project that we're working on this year is to create an emergency management plan booklet for the outdoor lab. We have one for our entire school division that addresses our schools, but the outdoor lab is a unique place, a wonderful place, but it has different outdoor elements such as weather and critters uh, that we have to address as well as we still need to make sure that all of the current policies and procedures for our students when they move from the uh, from when they get from the schools to the lab are also in place our next steps um, we're hoping or expecting to complete our emergency management plan booklet for the outdoor lab this summer and we're also reviewing and establishing safety protocols for lab experiments to take a proactive approach to safety. Our second recommendation focuses on project-based uh, learning. Um, this year, um, we continue to implement our engineering is uh, elementary uh, curriculum at the elementary level. We've developed and purchased differentiated resources to support project-based learning. Uh, we've provi also provided our secondary science teachers with professional development through our NOAA BWET grant that we received two years ago. And also, we've provided uh, many of our teachers with site-based support. Uh, some of our science specialists have, uh, Jen in particular, has supported our teachers uh, with their project-based learning uh, and provide that extra pair of hands in their classroom. Uh, our next steps in this recommendation, we hope to, we plan to offer a third cohort of training for our science teachers with the NOAA BWET grant and also continue to develop more project-based learning activities at the outdoor lab and at the planetarium. Our third recommendation uh, has to do with supporting personalized learning with the use of interactive uh, technology. Uh, this past year, we completed our purchase of resources for all of our secondary science classes. Uh, we provide our teachers, secondary teachers, with trainings on these resources during the summer. And we uh, plan to continue to provide our secondary science teachers with training on sensors and probewares, again through the NOAA BWET grant where it interfaces with a lot of the uh, um, other materials. Our next steps would continue to implement our new resources. This is an ongoing process where we'd like to continue the integration and the imp implementation with Canvas. Uh, and then the science standards of learning is slated to be revised uh, through uh, the v Virginia Department of Education in 2019. So we're planning to align our curriculum documents with those new changes in 2019, which is coming up next year. And our final fourth and final recommendation is to develop multiple pathways to graduation and college preparation so that we're addressing the needs of all of our students. Um, this includes providing different course options for our students to earn credits. Uh, I've talked a little bit earlier in this presentation about the foundations of environmental science for this upcoming year. And this is huge because this provides a lot of our students who may need the additional support, whether it's foundational skills or language development, that additional help where it will build and provide them with that uh, structure so that as they 
move into biology, chemistry, and physics, they have a, a, a better uh, grounding. We also are planning to expand our dual enrollment course offerings, working with not only JMU, but also with NOAA, uh, NOVA, and then also expand our summer school new work for credit and blended course offerings. Our plan for this summer, we uh, expect to complete our foundations of environmental science curriculum, and then also uh, plan for additional uh, dual enrollment courses to pilot for the upcoming year.